Are you ready to get your sports banter on? Brian Henninger, love child of Albert Einstein and Howard Cosell, with a body chiseled by Zeus himself. Brandon Sharples, a man who could beat Mike Tyson. In a spelling bee, together they form the At Odds Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It took a while. We missed a week. We're sorry about that. But the At Odds podcast is back in your life, and we're very happy to be here. We've got about 20, 30 seconds to go in the Cavs-Celtics Eastern Conference Finals Game 1. We're not going to wait an extra half hour to start our show. We're just rolling right through with it. So I'm your host, Brian Hemminger, and my fabulous, super sexy, silky smooth (laughs) (laughs) Co-host Brandon Sharples is with me tonight. So, Brandon, how you doing right now? Pretty good. This is your super handsome, super sexy co-host, Brandon Sharples. Um, Nothing too exciting other than, you know, watching the the awesome game of NBA basketball. Was it that awesome for you? (laughs) I don't like NBA. I'm not going to lie. I don't give a shit until we get to the finals where I can watch Golden State wax the fuck out of the Cavs. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's the thing. Uh, so, so did you have anything uh, interesting about uh, tonight's game? I mean, Boston comes in, you know, they got that swagger. They're the one seed. Cavs having to play away, and the Cavs just stomped the piss out of them pretty much from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. They, they ended um, up beating them by 13. They just went final. I think Boston's a, a pretend one seed anyway. I don't think they're very yeah. good. If you look, if you look at their their ro- roster, I have no idea how they won that many games. And it's kind of crazy. They just won the uh, NBA lottery pick. Yeah, they're going to get the That's number hilarious. one pick, and they're the, and they're the number one seed. I don't That's know how the hell trade. that happened. That's yeah, from a trade, trade they made like five, six years ago. Yeah, um, and they, when they, they traded won. away Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett to the New Jersey Nets. New Jersey was hoping to make like a veteran-loaded team and make yep. a run for the championship, and that fizzled super hard. Because, like, I mean, yeah. Pierce and Garnett were, were basically done. And and they gave up a future number one pick, and then the Nets had the worst record last year, and that pick goes to Boston. Yeah, <laughs> and Boston won, awesome. the, won the first pick. So I think Boston's <laughs> going to be a threat down the line, but – they're, they me, don't me look too. like much of a threat right now. No, I, I, they may take a game from Cleveland, maybe. You know, I don't know. Cleveland and uh, Golden State are so head and shoulders above the rest of the NBA. Yeah, it's not even funny. None of them have even lost yet. No, I, I don't. I don't think that's ever happened. Has that ever happened? No, Where two I don't teams think so. swept to the finals all the way all to the, the finals. Through? Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's happened at all. No way. The Cavs are right now are on a 12-game playoff win streak. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I that's remember uh, the, the the Lakers, when they had that little dynasty, I think they swept to the finals mm-hmm. when, with Kobe but, and Shaq. Yeah, I, I guarantee their opponents didn't, though. Like, oh, hell no. So No, that's never happened. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what, do you, what do you think about this series? I think it's over already. <laughs> this, is, this is where <laughs> – this is going to lead us into this topic here. Yeah. This is where the NBA is boring to me is that more than any other sport they go chalk a lot. 
usually the best teams make it to at least the conference finals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of suspense. And, well, and then I think a big part of that is because in NBA, home court advantage means more than in any other sport. So like baseball, you can go into an opposing team's field and just beat the shit out of them, no problem. Like the only thing they get is, you know, the last at bat. That's that's pretty much the only advantage they have. But yeah. I mean, if you score more runs on them, you're going to win. Uh, same thing with football. I don't think, you know, unless you're like in the end zone and the crowd's just going bananas and maybe you can't hear or something, it's not that big of a difference. But in the NBA, man, they got they're waving all that shit when you're shooting free throws. The crowd's just intense. Like you feel that energy. Like it's totally different. And so usually uh, the best team is going to have the home court advantage and then they're just going to win their home games. But I mean, obviously I don't think the Celtics were the best team. So they got the home court advantage and the Cavs are just like, ha, home court advantage, LOL. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me this doesn't lack suspense. Like you already know that Golden State's going to beat San Antonio, especially now that, that uh, you know, he's out of the game, um, mm-hmm. Ka- Kawhi Leonard. And well, well, uh, I'm gonna talk about that quick. How yeah, much, I, was, I was thinking about that. You think that was dirty? Do you think no, that was hell bullshit? no. Hell no. I don't know what the fuck people are getting off on this. I think people are getting off on it because of something that happened with him last year. Uh, the same guy, Pachulia, the one that like yeah. Leonard stepped on, he like basically tackled Leonard in a game last year. Yeah, with, and he grabbed his arm and, like, ripped him down. Yeah. yeah. No, so I, I think people were I mean, like, this he, guy just has it out for him, and he's a dirty player. Dude, if so. you watch the play, he just jumped in the air and, like, turned his body, like. Yeah. It's, it's the classic it's like, uh, Bruce Bowen. Like, people always complained about that. I don't know if you ever yeah. heard about this with Bruce Bowen. No, but, I, I you mean, know, the, the defensive, hit. you know, amazing defensive player, but people always complained that he was sticking his uh, foot out when they were uh, landing, like trying to yeah, get him you, to land on his foot. The play, he, he didn't stick his foot out or do anything. He just kind of jumped, turned around, and then that's it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he, like, grazed – he barely grazed Leonard's body. Yeah. Like, I thought it was complete horseshit. Yeah, I, I didn't think it looked that bad. I didn't. I'm not a big was, Popovich fan over the last couple of years. He's, he's, he's went from, like – I mean, do I think he's an amazing coach? Hell, yeah. There's no denying you think, that. You think he's uh, – Getting too involved in things outside of the NBA. Yeah, he's a little social social justice warrior bitch now. And then like he's talking about like, oh, uh, talk to David West. Well, he was, you know, see what he says. He played with Pachulia last year. Like he's just bitching all the time now. He's just a fucking idiot. I'm just tired of listening about him. I think he, yeah. I think he's a little bitch. I thought, he's, probably, he's probably a fucking. He probably. I think he's on the campaign trail for Hillary, wasn't he? I don't know. I couldn't tell. I you really think one. he was. I know. He, I know he was complaining about shit. Trump recently. Yeah, we'll get but into I mean, that later. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, let's talk about something that I think you feel is very important. This, you think that there's like no suspense in the NBA right now because like of super teams. Yeah. I mean, the the, the Golden State Warriors set the NBA record for wins last season, and then they get Kevin Durant. You know, LeBron yeah. comes to Cleveland and gets Kevin Love and makes the, the trio of Love, Irving, and, and LeBron. So, like, just like he had the trio in Miami of LeBron, Wade, and Bosch. So, like, we just 
we've been having this just cavalcade of super teams in the East led by LeBron over the past like seven years, yeah. making it to the finals every year. And, and now uh, it's looking like it's going to happen again. So I want to, I want to hear your thoughts on why you hate it. And I'm going to, I'm going to provide a little bit of uh, what do they call devil's advocate. So I'm going to yeah. be on the side of the super teams. So let, let, let's hear your, let's hear your take first. <laughs> Just quick about this LeBron super team. I don't think it hurts his legacy like people are trying to say when he went to uh when he went to Miami, I was gonna no matter how many titles he wins in Miami, it's just gonna be all tainted because he went to a super team. I don't believe any of that. I still think it's a, an accomplishment. I think it's something that uh you know that still needs to be taken consideration for his greatness. But as far as the league is concerned, all these super teams are ruining the league, in my opinion, because it's all top-heavy. It takes away – and basically has taken away the meaning of the regular season as far as, uh, you know, interest in, in in all the games. They already play 82 games. And then you have all these, these stacked teams that are just going to sit up at the top, and you don't give a shit who's going to sneak into that eight seed. You think about this. When you're talking about the college football playoff, you're always like, who's going to get that last spot? Or uh, baseball, who's getting that last wild card spot? NFL, who's getting that last wild card spot? It's a shit ton of drama. In the NBA, nobody gives a fuck who's getting the eight seed. Like if, as a Dallas Mavericks fan, I'm not like, man, I hope we can sneak into the eight seed so we can lose to the fucking stacked team that's sitting at number one that we have no shot at that everybody knows. We, it, it, because the teams are so small, and you have such a uh, a, a shallow pool of of elite players, when you start stacking elite players on the same team, all these other uh, franchises that are smaller market that can't really afford those huge contracts for a long term, they start to you know go by the wayside, and you start having all these all these teams like Golden State and well, Golden State actually built their shit from the ground up. They just added Durant, so I'm not really going to include them, but they're just a stacked team now. You know what I mean? But, like, the Cavs, you know, they built that team together. Miami Heat, they built that team. And the, the Lakers are trying to do the same thing, but they failed miserably. Brooklyn tried to do the same thing. They just failed at it. But they still spent money, and they tried to put super teams together. Don't forget the Knicks. And, it, and the Knicks, too. Yeah. It's just like all – um, Clay Travis, was, I, I was interested in what he had to say about um, how to change, like, the salary cap and everything for basketball and to make – the league a little bit more, I don't know, not so top heavy is you take the top 20 players and, you know, basically whatever the owners think the top 20 players are and they can max out whatever the hell they want to pay each of these players. So there's no like salary cap. So basically um, he was saying that the first team, it almost would be like a draft. So you'd almost like each team would draft for each player. Like, so if LeBron was at the top, obviously is the Cavs can pay him whatever the hell they want. And then the next team gets to choose whoever they want to pick, pay them whatever they want. And it goes all the way down through the entire league. And then, so each team basically has a superstar and then you just build around that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, that I could see that being good. I mean, I, I'm not saying that I, that you shouldn't have two great players on a team. That's going to be inevitable when you draft players and they become good. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's just that 
I wanted to be a little more suspenseful. I want to know. I want to know that that eight seed in the East has a shot to at least do something. Like, yeah, Golden State beat ma- the Mavericks when they were an eight seed back in the day. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. what was it like eight years ago or something like that? Yeah, it was a while. That, that, that's so far in between. That like never happens. I don't know if that's ever happened before that. I don't so, think it had, and I don't think yeah. it's happened since. Yeah, so it's the, like the it's Nuggets not, might have done it. Yeah, I don't. It's, I just don't think that these super teams serve the league as a whole well because they lack they lack like suspense. I don't really feel mm-hmm. like I'm gonna. I care what's going on right now in the East. I care about the finals because then you're gonna have two great teams playing each other. And it's gonna be exciting, and I will watch the finals. But right now, I don't care if I watch the Cavs and the Celtics. I don't care if I watch Golden State beat up a Leonard list. San Antonio Spurs team. It just doesn't bother. It, it, I just don't like it. What's your take on it? All right. Yeah. Well, here's here's my side of the coin. Like, there's always going to be like the the favorite and the underdog. Like, and and the favorites are always you know the powerhouses of whatever sport. Like, there's always that team that is the best, and you're always and people are either gonna like bandwagon on the the, the super popular team or they come in on the other side and, and there's a lot of hate. Like that happens with the Warriors big time. Like everybody either loves the Warriors or they fucking hate the Warriors. I love the and, Warriors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I don't, I hate them. Like I know that they're great at team, but you know, they're just, I guess, cause they're always facing the Cavs in the finals. I hate them. But, uh, but that's, that's, that's the dynamic. Like you want that David and Goliath story sometimes. Cause if David, if Goliath falls, then that makes it such a better story, like that huge upset, the huge underdog type of thing. Like there's just that that climb to try to get to, to that level. Um, that's the one thing. And the other thing mm-hmm. is when you create these super teams, it takes you back because, like, who was the dominant team in basketball of the 60s? I mean, it was, it was the Celtics. Celtics. Like, yeah, yeah. It, just legendary. I mean, that team just ran train on everybody's assholes, right? And then <laughs> yeah. what was the rivalry of that, that basically made basketball great again in the 80s? Oh, yeah, you're bringing Donald Trump into this. <laughs> Bring, make, and Okay, but yeah, but what was, what no, was the no. basketball what, rivalry? Lakers in Boston. Led by two super Wilt. teams, basically, right? Yeah, you got, you know, Kareem. The Lakers Wilt. had freaking Kareem and Magic Johnson and Boston. I mean, they were just loaded, obviously, Larry Bird. But, I mean, that team was insane, too. And so, I mean, that, well, that's what that, that, that's kind of proves my point. I know, but, proves but isn't that what made people excited about basketball again, though? The fact that these two superstar teams were just battling at it every year. I think they faced each other like five times in the 80s. And, well, and yeah. that defined and that defined the 80s in basketball. Like, and it made basketball uh, come back, like, because of all, like, they were having a lot of problems with, like, drug use and some other stuff and people getting in trouble. And then, boom, Magic and Larry just going at it. And hey, you know what? Loved basketball again. I'm I'm the biggest proponent for dynasties. You know I love dynasties. I know. It's not so that I, think, I have a problem think, with dynasty. Well, I, saying, it's, I it's, think super teams can help create like those type of dynasties. I think I want to see Cavs versus Warriors in the finals for the yeah. next like two more years at least. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. My whole point is is that you already know what's going to happen. 
I, I, mm. What I like about dynasties, like I, well, I, 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 don't I love you already the Patriots. know that the Patriots were going to make it to the Super Bowl? No, because they haven't all every year. They haven't. There's, mm-hmm. well, that's what I was just going to say. You got teams like the Yankees, and you have teams like the Patriots. Yeah, they won a couple Super Bowls in a row, but they they've been knocked off in the playoffs, and they've been upset multiple times because mm-hmm. there's a little bit more parity in those sports. So that makes it exciting for a fan because. A lot of people hate the Patriots, so a lot of people love them. So you get that, that you still get that two-sided dynamic, but you get the you get the David winning. So you get like you know you get an underdog um, when Peyton Manning knocked him out of the play, knocked Tom Brady out of the playoffs when he won that last ring. Like uh, that was an upset to me and to a lot of people. A lot of people favored New England to win the Super Bowl that year, and they lost. New England's lost a couple times, so um, I think that's uh, they lost to the Colts with Manning. I mean, they, they don't always win, and that's where the parity comes in. And the same with the Yankees, you know. And then, remember when the Yankees lost to Arizona? That was awesome. Yeah. You know, well, what I'm the, saying is, you know, the Cavs and Warriors don't always win because one has to has to win. <laughs> I know, but you, but it's, it's like <laughs> instead of having one dynasty, you just have two dynasties, and and there's yeah. no like. But, Honest to God, there's no, I, I there's no way there that Golden State and, and Cavs were not going to meet this year. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, the best chance was uh, Washington was Cavs would have won in six maximum. I'm going to say more like five. There, you know what I mean? Like there was no, there's no threat to this. So to me, it's just like you might as well just fucking make the damn NBA Finals like in April. You know what I mean? Like not even <laughs> save make it back in December. Yeah, save me some time. The only thing I like about a long NBA season is I get to play fucking DraftKings and try and win 100k for eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, I don't like NBA. That's a, there's not enough. There's not enough parity for me. But I get what you're saying. It is the what defined the NBA back in the day was the Celtics and the Lakers rivalry, and then you brought in the Bad Boys and the Pistons, and they're a little bit of a dynasty for a while. Mm-hmm. Even the Cavs, you know, they they had that attitude and they. They didn't win anything, but they're yeah. Oh, they, Cavs you know, and Bulls they, had a great rivalry, even yeah, though the Bulls had, won every time. <laughs> yeah, they had a great rivalry. That was a physical rivalry. People wanted to punch each other. You know, and back you know back to the Pistons, you know, Lambeer and Isaiah Thomas and stuff like that. It's just like, um, I get what you're saying, and your point makes sense. But as far as parity in the league, it, it, it's it's bad for the league. Yeah, because that's the thing I want to bring up is, you know, if the Celtics beat the Cavs. Are you going to give us even half of as much of a shit if it's Celtics warriors compared to Cavs warriors? Hell no. Hell See what no. I mean? Yeah. That's why I said, like, I guess I, I mean, I, my, I guess my, my very small point to this is I would like to know. Yeah. That it does take the team. They're earning. The first few yeah, I'd, I'd like to see them earn that shit. Well, they're earning they're it. Only... They're playing hard. I mean, the Cavs didn't go out there and, and slack to to crush the Celtics today. They they played their asses off. There's a clear in the there's a, a clear disparity in talent that is just glaring at you in the face when you watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I well, mean nobody can guard LeBron right now in the East. No, so. and, and 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 Curry, both LeBron and Curry are peaking hardcore mm-hmm. right but now. It, it helped that LeBron had nine days of rest. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, for I mean, sure. The All the Celtics and Warriors are just trading blow for blow, just down to the wire. Go to Game Seven, and the Cavs have just been on vacation for a whole week. Yeah, you could yeah, tell. That, like, 
LeBron <laughs> had so much gas in the tank tonight. I just think that from a dynasty standpoint, I I do love dynasties, and uh, that's kind of one of the things I like about the Warriors is mm-hmm. um, they built that shit from the ground up, and they kind of you know I mean they're they're the basement dweller for a little bit, and and now they're a, they're a dynasty, man. I thought they were the best team last year. They should have won, well, and they that, and they that's looking, the other thing is like to have these lopsided teams you're going to give up a lot of picks to the other teams like freaking Philadelphia and Minnesota. They've been stacking. Nope. That's my, like that's my thing. Picks. So they're they're going to be good. It's going to mesh eventually. And these young guns are going to, you know, turn the corner. And the second LeBron starts to slow down a little bit, they're coming for the crown. So I think I, that I, Philly, I mean, Philly has a good yeah, shot. They've, got, yeah, the they've got their years. time in the sun right now, but the super teams don't last. I mean, look what happened the second LeBron left Miami. I mean, that team was a dumpster fire this year. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was three years before, ago or removed now, but I mean, they, they were a shell of themselves. The second he left it when it was just Wade and Bosch. And then, and then this team this year, it was just atrocious. Well, so, they lost. They lost Wade too. You know, they yeah, really they lost Wade, and the Bosch was out with like the the heart condition. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, well, it, it ended real quick. I mean, remember how the freaking Cavs? LeBron leaves the Cavs, and they get the first pick. <laughs> I mean, that I think that's yeah. a, almost a a symbol of his greatness too. Is the fact that like he can just prop up a team. I I think that like I was such a huge LeBron fan, and I, it's funny because you know like when you go on Facebook and you always have this those uh, on this day where it like send takes you back to your previous posts mm-hmm. and shit from years past. I got so many nut hugging LeBron on there. I loved LeBron. <laughs> I I defended him to the death, and then he came until back he left, or until he came. No, I when he left for the Heat, I was so pro LeBron. <laughs> It was at the Here's, point where I'm a I, I grew up I grew up a Mavericks fan right I love all these Texas teams, and when Mavericks beat LeBron in the finals, I mm-hmm. I kind of felt conflicted because LeBron I was such a huge LeBron fan yeah. and I I'm, I'm I like the Mavericks don't get me wrong like they're my team that I choose the root for, but mm-hmm. when they won the title I didn't it was nothing I didn't get that celebratory feeling inside that I would if the Vikings won the Super Bowl or Florida Gators won the national championship in football, or if Rangers won the world series, I'd fucking run around the street naked. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> these are, these are things that I love, but when the Dallas won, I was just kind of like, Oh, that's awesome. But they beat my favorite player. And now all the Cavs fans get to talk shit about LeBron. So yeah. I was like, I, I was defending LeBron hardcore. It was when he came back to Cleveland that I totally went anti-LeBron for two reasons. One, he's turning into the social justice warrior, and you know how I feel about those motherfuckers. But two, he, um, the fan base of Cleveland pissed me off so goddamn bad. They were, remember the whole Cavs for Mavs thing when the Mavericks were beating up LeBron in the finals? Yeah. And then there was like, they burned his jerseys, and they talked about Oh, yeah, the shit second he left, they were burning. La bitch, la bitch this, and la bitch that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. all this, la bum. And and then the moment he comes back, man, just like back to kissing his ass. Uh, uh, Le- Cleveland against the world, LeBron against the world. Like, motherfucker, you were the world. Like, you were <laughs> against him. And I had his back right. to death. 
and then I just couldn't I couldn't even muster up being on the same side okay. as you motherfucker. I have <laughs> I have a point I want to make about LeBron that I think like justifies everybody rallying back to him is like when he left, he could have just stayed in Miami and they could have won another they could have went to the finals a couple more times. I mean, they still had Wade. They still had Bosch. Things were still je- go- looking great. I mean, he left when they had just gone to the finals again, you know? And for me, at least, he came back in his prime. He could have waited to come back and had, like, one of those, you know, glory days runs, like, when he's, like, 36 or something. And yeah. they would have loved them. And it would have just been like, you know, like Jim Tomey coming back to the Indians the last year before he retired type of thing, you know. But that's not what he did. He came back when he still had a great team in Miami that he could have won championships with. And he came back and he brought the Cavs to the finals. Like, and and he just gave everything in his physical prime to try to, and he won Cleveland a championship too. Like, that's where I, I gained a shit ton of respect for him. Well, I get that. It's not that I have a problem with him coming back. I had a problem with the fan base and just the hypocrisy, mm-hmm. and I just didn't want to yeah. deal with it. I, I think it and, was more that he came back in his prime instead of waiting. That's, yeah. I think, where people, like, kind of forgave him. Like, yeah. Because a lot of people, I think, were just like, all right, we'll just wait till LeBron's, like, dragging ass down the court, not even able to even, dunk anymore. Dan Gilbert. Hated him. Was mad oh, I know. Bashing the shit. I'm like, this, you guys didn't. They hashed it out, like, man. They hashed in it my out. in my turn in in my mind, I was I was I was thinking like these fucking guys, these fans and Gilbert, all these people, they didn't, they don't even deserve LeBron. <laughs> and then I and you know I just dude, I was the biggest, it. I was the I was the biggest LeBron hater when he left. I was so mad. I thought he I thought he betrayed everything. Oh man, know? everybody I was, was. I was so pissed. Everybody was. Well, like, I'll be the first to admit that I was. I was and then number I got, one on the LeBron hatred. And then I got Bradley Edward, <laughs> my nemesis. Fucking, <laughs> he 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 pushed a LeBron sucking off contest to a new whole level when he came back, and I was just like, I can't even be on the same side as this dude right now. My fucking nemesis. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like Batman and Joker fighting crime together. I was like, I gotta I gotta get on the other side of this shit. What <laughs> the kid do this? <laughs> I do think LeBron's on his way to being the greatest player of all time. I know you love the Bulls. You love Michael Jordan. So well, you probably got a little bit conflicted on that as well. What do you think about that whole debate? I think that's a good thing to talk about right now. Yeah, yeah I, I, I got no problem talking about it. I think number of championships like can be distracting. Because, I yeah. mean, there's like – there's like role players from the Celtics in the sixties that won seven championships. Is that guy better than Jordan? Horace, because he won Horace another Grant. title. Horace yeah. Grant. Yeah. How many did Horace Grant win? I know he won three with the Bulls. Did he win he with one? Six. He won, he won like yeah. six championships. He won three yeah. with so, the Lakers. So is Horace Grant better than LeBron? Cause he won six titles. No. I mean, no. Steve Kerr won like five. Yeah. And he was basically a, a role player, three-point shooter, pure three-point shooter. And I, and I think that um, people – it's kind of like with uh, Tom Brady's argument 
with uh, Joe Montana. This kind of goes hand in hand is why I'm bringing it up. People penalize Tom Brady for making it to the Super Bowl and not getting knocked out prior. So mm-hmm. like, so that uh, so Joe Montana went four for four. Well, Brady he lost two t- two championships. He's five for seven, and they're like giving him shit and and, and saying that Montana never lost the Super making Bowl. Making it seven times is way better than making it four, even if you didn't win it every time. Exactly, that's my point. And like, mm-hmm. like how can you? So what? Montana gets a pass when he loses in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, that's not that's not cool. Like mm-hmm. when you make it, I mean, he lost. He only lost to one team. He lost two Super Bowls to the Giants in in, in dramatic fashion both times. Legitimately, without a, without Manningham's miracle catch in the second game and Tyree's miracle catch in the first game, Brady can 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 be seven for seven. That is insane. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and he's a quarterback. He takes shit on his back. So, uh, but my whole point to this is just because LeBron made finals, they didn't win doesn't mean that he should be penalized. He still made the finals. It's tough to do seven years in a row. And yeah, he's made it seven times in total too. That's disgusting. Yeah. He made it all he's in about a row. to be eight. Yeah, about uh, to be I, eight. In I a don't row. think they were all in a row. Uh, the he, first one against the Spurs was not. Yeah, but he made it six you know, he's been to six straight finals, it'll be seven. Yeah. Yeah, not eight in a row, but six the first one yeah, and he and that's a thing like because yeah, he he, he went brought, with the that Cavs. was a worst, that was one of the worst teams I've ever seen in my entire life when in 2007 yeah. when they made the finals. He willed them. Yeah, he willed them to the finals by himself. Yeah, remember he beat the like, Pistons. They were, they were not good. Yeah, when they when beat the like Pistons, close. he scored he scored like 20 or 25 of the the team's final like 26 points. I mean, it was just yeah. disgusting. He just went crazy and he won. And, and and the thing is like people forget that it's like it's like they think Jordan's career started in the 90s. Like <laughs> You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They don't think. Yeah, they about Jordan the entire had to 80s. his ass off in the eighties. The yeah, Celtics when were beating Thomas up on him, and the Pistons were beating up on him. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, struggled. Jordan went six for six in the finals, but he, I mean, he didn't sweep any of the finals or anything. I mean, and he was amazing. So, uh, yeah. it's a struggle. You got to work your way up. I mean, LeBron's already made it seven times. He's made it more times than Jordan did, and and he's won it what three times? Yeah, three rings. Three rings. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's got a losing record overall in the NBA Finals, but I mean, he got over it's the hump. You got to take that into context. Yeah. Like, and, and like, you got to think about the performances when they did win. I mean, last year, Jesus Christ, down three and one against a team that lost like what eight, nine games the whole season, yeah, and they were able to win three games. in a row. That's that's unbelievable. So yeah, no, yeah, I mean, I, I get honestly, I agree. if LeBron. I don't think he's greater than Jordan yet because, I mean, Jordan even late in his career was winning the championships. So if LeBron can keep this streak going, like give me another two seasons of making it to the finals, doesn't have to be all in a row. But if he can make the finals two more times, I think he's he's got a really good case of being better yeah. than Jordan. I, Honestly, I, mean, I, I think, think the, he already has a case. Yeah, I think the greatest thing that Jordan ever did was fucking bat like, 250 at double a baseball <laughs> dude he went from nba to baseball for two years and he batted 250 at double a that's like people don't realize this i mean i come from the minor leagues there's like seven levels of baseball okay there's the dominican league then there's the rookie league 
then there's low A, then there's single A, then there's high A, then there's double A, then there's triple A, then there's the major leagues. He was at double A. Mm-hmm. Like, those guys are fucking good. Yeah. And he, he had a couple dingers. And hit some home runs. Like, yeah. that was amazing. I think that might yeah. be his greatest accomplishment as an athlete. And I'm not joking. You know why he uh, why he went to the mi- minors, don't you? I think it was because of gambling, right? Yeah, he had gambling like, issues to cover and, to cover up to cover up like a a gambling thing, and they didn't want to. Yeah, they had that's, a ga- that's the big rumor that that never got official. It's pretty god. It's pretty goddamn factual. Yeah. I, I I encourage our listeners to really look into to Michael Jordan's gambling issues that could have cost him some shit in the NBA, and he mm-hmm. basically agreed to take a. a "Quote unquote retirement, go play baseball, and then he got to come back and win some more championships." Yeah, and then he wins three more championships, which is still pretty fucking insane. Yeah, so, no, I, Michael Jordan's an amazing player. I, yeah. I, 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 don't I think, I think say LeBron's the better athlete, and Jordan, I think, was the better competitor. Like he was the most competitive player I think that's ever existed. Jordan, yeah, like everything had to be a contest with him. And he always I, had to win. I do get sick of LeBron's bitching on the court sometimes. I know Jordan did too, but LeBron's yeah. got the more whiny ass, you know, approach to it. <laughs> and uh, I used to you not care. You complaining about it when he was with Miami. You That's what I'm saying. It. Like, I didn't love it. LeBron. I did say, I did, I did say, like he looks like a dumb fuck, even when I was a big fan of him, but. Uh, you know, at the, at the same time, I was like, "Yeah, give him that fucking ball." <laughs> I want I want a stat sheet to be stuffed, so I can yeah. talk shit on his behalf. Now I want it to not be stuffed, so I can talk <laughs> shit against him. Uh, I just like Curry, man. I'm a big Curry fan. Yeah, I respect I, the shit out of Curry because I mean, he's not just a three point shooter like that. People always like try to talk down to him like that, but I mean, that dude can dribble like a motherfucker. And he just crosses people up and then hits these beta away J's right in people's faces. Everybody's saying Kyrie's got the best handles. And it's like, I think Curry does. Curry Curry has the best handles. I think Kyrie is like, I mean, he's just a little bit less than than Curry at everything. But I mean, I mean, Kyrie did bust that J right in Curry's face to win the the championship too, though. I know that that man. I was like, God (laughs) damn it. Take it away. You know what, I've got that game saved. You. I watch yeah. it every once in a while when, you know, porn doesn't do it for me. <laughs> porn always does it for me. <laughs> you know what? I, I switched from com to Pornhub for the sole fact that com kept freezing my phone up. <laughs> I'm, big, I'm a big mobile porn user. so like I heard I heard Pornhub has an app. I think they might. I don't know. I I didn't use it, but now that you tell me, I might get one. But I, what bothered me is that it kept like making it kept causing these weird things to happen in my browser. So I'd have to. I would literally have to clear my entire browser history and start over just to get that shit like fixed. So I got sick of doing it. It happened to me like three or four times. So I'm like, you know what? I think Pornhub has its shit unlocked because it's the number one porn site in the world. So I was like, I'm going there. And the and the interface on Uges is better. I like it better. But you know what? I'm not gonna let you fuck with my phone. So they need to yeah. fix that shit. So just a little quick tip for the 
for the <laughs> listeners. You want to watch porn? Just go Pornhub. Just do it. Let me look this up quick. Which one are you looking up? I'm checking to see if they actually have an app. Yeah. they Pornhub has an Android app. It's, I'm sure you can't download it at the Google store. But uh, if you like go to the, I think if you go to the Pornhub site, like there's a thing you can click a button. And I, have get the, I, have, I have Apple products, though, so they probably don't have uh, one for me. I don't know. Let me see. Pornhub app. Apple. Apple. <laughs> iPhone. Yep. They got nice. It. So I wonder if you gotta, can like check that shit out. That's, got, that's some straight hardcore shit, though. I mean, that's like you can't even muster up the time to click and go to the site. You have to click the app, and and you're willingly having that on your interface. Well, you don't. You <laughs> can hide it like a, in in just your app section, right? Or you can make it look like something else. <laughs> have it look like YouTube or something. <laughs> And then your grandma's like, oh, look, I checked this YouTube video. Yeah, that's what I'm oh, saying. I don't no. know my mom, my mom will look at my phone like, hey, what's this app? Because she can barely read as it is. You should see if she needs glasses for everything. And she's just clicking on there, and there's some freaking Mexican big-ass chick getting railed on my phone. That would be terrible. Did your uh, parents, parents ever find your porn growing up? No. You know, I actually found my dad's porn when I was a kid. Actually, let me tell you this story. All right, okay. guys, I got so, one too, so go ahead. This is great. This is this is a two-parter, I guess. So one time, my sister and my brother were watching me when I was a little kid, and I remember I was upstairs, and I, I'm not going to lie. When I was little, I used to be scared to go upstairs by myself. You know, I lived in an old farmhouse at the time, and so I was scared, and I come downstairs, and I peek around the corner, and my brother and my sister got into my parents' porn, and they... uh they fucking, there was like a maid sitting on top of a dude, like reverse cowgirling him. And they're watching porn, and I go, What are you guys doing? And they're like, Brandon, oh, nothing, nothing. It's not what it looks like. You know, it's nothing. Don't tell mom and dad. They're like begging me not to tell mom and dad. And it was like, it was like this old ass 80s porn. It was like a like his old like, you know, the 80s hairstyle chick. Yeah. Like, you know, reverse cowgirling this dude. So, once I found out where my parents hid the porn, it, my dad, not my parents, my mom didn't like this shit. It was my dad. And in the, it was like this old, like, plastic suitcase that my dad used to have all his drafting tools because he used to be a drafter, like, drafting, like, you know, plans for, like, cities and stuff. Yeah. And inside of this was, uh, like, a bunch of porn tapes. And there was, like, the names of these porn tapes are ridiculous. Like, uh, there's, like, there was like an anal porn one, and then there was one that was like called Ginger on the Rocks. <laughs> and it was, there's these are back in the '80s when it wasn't just like everybody needed it right then there. I mean, this shit had like plot th- stories. You know what I mean? And they had like a whole cast, fucking people like walking around, not even fucking. They're like just there for like, you know, <laughs> cast appeal, like to, like you know have dialogue. It was ridiculous. Like <laughs> there's like a Beach Babes one. <laughs> It was ridiculous, man. And this and this is the porn. This is my go-to porn. Like once I hit high school, my parents got divorced, and I stole two of my dad's porn tapes. <laughs> and they were VHS, dude. So I was watching, That's what you wanted in the divorce. You wanted yeah. the porn. Oh yeah, man. I was like, I was like, oh my god. 
So, uh, yeah, I remember my brother came home one day and I was sitting on the couch. I was like trying to hide my pants. I thought, <laughs> it was during the summer. My brother's supposed to be working. And I'm like in there by myself. I got my pants off watching Ginger on the Rocks. <laughs> like, my brother and his friends come in. I'm like hiding under a blanket. I had my Minnesota Vikings blanket. <laughs> I'm just like trying to hit pause. Like, fuck. You know, my brother catches me watching porn. That shit was too oh, funny. That's good. <laughs> no, I, I never got caught doing anything like that, but uh, um, I, my dad had these old penthouse magazines, <laughs> so that's that was my introduction, and they were also hidden under the bed, and obviously I, I wanted to have some somewhere else instead of just sneaking off into my mom's room and then coming out and, you know, going, I would hide them under the bottom towel in the the bathroom like cabinet thing that like our towel, this giant like cabinet that had a shit ton of towels in it. So yeah. I figured the bottom towel is the light. Like that one's been there for years. We never use it. We always just take like the top two where there's like 10 of them and then just wash them. And then it gets replaced. So, <laughs> and, uh, we ended up, uh, <laughs> sorry, Major can hard for this one. <laughs> no, Major sent me a message on, on Blizzard, so that distracted me. But um, so that would just be my, my, my secret refuge was in the, the bathroom, the bottom, underneath all the towels. And one day, my <laughs> mom. Nobody wants a mildewy ass fucking towel. Yeah, and then one day my mom went into the bathroom and, like, she was, like, reorganizing stuff in there. And I just was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And she just like lifts up the towel and she goes, uh huh. <laughs> so <laughs> like she knew, she knew, she knew what had been going on in there. Hey, my friend, my friend Rachel, <laughs> she's, I asked her if she had any porn stories and she said no, but when she's babysitting, when she's like 14, she was looking for a pen and found the parents' porn and dildo stash. <laughs> Bro, actually, my my cousin, my my cousin, he showed me this. My uncle and my aunt were already divorced, and he moved into like this apartment. And I used to go with my cousin up there all the time. And uh, underneath my uncle's bed, there was this fucking huge. I'm talking. This thing had to been like 13 or 14 inches long, oh, maybe Jesus longer. Christ. And it was flesh colored. It was a double sided dildo. <laughs> Side. This thing was flinging around. My cousin used to grab it and like wing it around like he's fucking <laughs> roping a goddamn steer. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Oh my oh. god, dude! Could you imagine like being back in the day when you had to like look at magazines all the time to get you know aroused? How boring that, that had to be. Yeah, you had to like using your imagination. You know, you had to look at. Oh, no, it wouldn't even like... just be uh, the the pictures. Sometimes it would be the the letters to Penthouse for me. I could just read them. Bro, you have an amazing <laughs> imagination. I'd get oh, frustrated yeah. having to read a fucking article to get off. That'd be horrible. Oh, yeah. you gotta, now you got to read and jacket. <laughs> it's like too many pauses, man. But I bet you that built up your stamina. <laughs> pause, go. Pause, no, go. No, that, that didn't. <laughs> No, building up the stamina has been the the modern age because like 
you know, <laughs> the the further we go, the 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 crazier shit it takes, you know, for some people, especially now when we're in the internet age. I mean, I haven't gone to full on like shitting in mouths or something, but <laughs> uh, like my stamina is pretty good now. Like just because regular <laughs> vanilla stuff, you know, I can, I can go wild. Stuff. Like yeah, dude. No, no pee pee porn for me. But no. <laughs> <laughs> they say Donald Trump, like he like got pissed on by a Russian hooker. Something like that. That was in that was in one of the memos that uh, the Buzzfeed dossier. got in big trouble the... for. Yeah, the dossier. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was him getting pissed on. I think he paid to watch two hookers like eat each other out and piss on each other. <laughs> At you least know, that was in the report. That was what was in the thing. <laughs> to a dude like him, he was probably laughing his fucking ass off. And then, and then it was supposedly had to be in a bed that Obama had slept in. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> like he specifically requested the the, the the suite that Obama had used. <laughs> that 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 was in the memo. I don't know if any of it was true. Oh Dude, think about that. He's probably just – he probably got no se- sexual gratification from me. He's probably just like, ha, I got two bitches that piss on each other. <laughs> no, the only, the only thing that probably gets Donald off is, is saying his name. Donald Trump. I'm the man. <laughs> that's just him for like 30 minutes straight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. It, it, dude, like think about that. That's in like – that's like a political document. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, that, was, that was given like, by a British M6 agent or something. <laughs> oh, my God, like, dude. Like McCain gave that over to people that gave it to BuzzFeed. Like it was in – it was like opposition research. Like you know how you research your opponents? Even <laughs> yeah. in like the, the Republican primaries, they're researching each other just, just to get dirt. And I guess that was in the opposition research for like, you know, Kasich and and those guys on on Trump. <laughs> Could you imagine those old fucking bastards like John McCain? He's probably like, oh, I got here. Like, <laughs> fuck, we can bring them down with this piss porn. That's the way to do it. <laughs> you know, back in the fifties, if you told somebody that this this candidate had two chicks pissing on each other. I mean, that's enough to bring them down. You know what I mean? Everybody's wearing suits to the grocery store and back in the 50s. You know what I mean? You ever look at the old 50s movies? Everybody's wearing a suit. The entire goddamn world's wearing a suit. Yeah. I don't what even have a suit. To that? I have like Man, a sports jacket. One. Hey, hey dude, remember one when, we, when, we were, remember when we were in fifth grade and we had the like fifth grade graduation and I wore that gray suit? <laughs> I definitely I didn't have suits when I was little. I wore fucking like sweatpants. Like, <laughs> yeah, remember? Oh yeah, you fucking wore that smelling bee picture. You're wearing those goddamn dude, I, MC Hammer pants. Yeah, dude, those, <laughs> those were some wild pants. I don't even know where those fucking came from. Yeah, look at me in that same picture. In that same picture, remember I had like high water pants on. I had, <laughs> I had no sense of style. Like I still don't have very good ones. But back then, man, I, I didn't know what was cool. I just Basically, whatever I thought was cool was if I was wearing something my cut co- my older cousin had worn because I thought he was cool. Dude, we, that's like back in the day. See, we grew up in the era where like kids cut, had when they had their jeans have grass stains. 
you just cut them off and you wear cut off jean shorts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the fucking. Oh yeah, nobody wears jean shorts anymore. They just make fun jorts. of them. Jorts. Yeah. Dude, I have <laughs> so like many the, jean shorts. The carpenter jean shorts. Dude, I loved like, carpenter jean shorts back in the day. They were my fucking go tos. No, no, we wore carpenter jean shorts and we wore like those brown sandals with socks. <laughs> Dude, I remember when we had that eighth grade trip for our listeners. We had this eighth grade trip to Putin Bay, which is like if you're from another state, the, it's an island that's like out by Putin Bay or about by Port Clinton, which is like a big boating area in Ohio. It's out by Lake Erie. And we had this like field trip. And I remember we're from this hillbilly ass town. We graduated with 120 people. And there was another school, Mommy, which had like six, 700 kids graduating. And like we get on the Jet Express and there's like all these chicks on there. You know, we're like in eighth grade and half our class, male class is wearing socks with sandals and all the dudes <laughs> and the chicks there like of like the bigger school. And like, you know, we're around more fashion in Toledo area and stuff. They're like making fun of us. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you guys wearing socks with sandals? And I, I remember like, I'm not even kidding. I took my ass into the bathroom when we got there. We got the put in bay. I took, took your my socks off. Socks. Goddamn right. I threw them in the trash can. So I was like the one dude walking around with the brown sandals that didn't have socks on, and and they're fucking, like this fucking posers, which this. are yeah, I was a fucking poser. So, <laughs> so, so I go up to this chick. I never forget her name. Actually, I know her to this day. Her name's Heidi Geidner, and she was like the, the hot girl of the whole trip. Everybody was like in love with this chick, dude. Once I took those socks off, I don't know if it was like a fucking wave of confidence, but I'm like strutting up to talk to these chicks. <laughs> I had to spray some cologne on and put on a fucking fresh press suit. You know what I mean? Like all I did was take my socks out of my goddamn sandals. But that was enough to give me confidence to hang out with these group of chicks the whole entire time. So I was just, it was just me, Aaron, Falcon, and another dude, and we were just walking around with the mommy girls <laughs> until we left. We That's got in trouble because we we're supposed to stick with your, you know, your own chaperone. But we end up going mm-hmm. to that Frosty's Pizza place. Yeah, we end up going there. Uh, and I was sitting with like an entirely different high school, <laughs> or like middle school. It was an interesting yeah. time, man. It's funny how you think about like the shit that happened to you when you were little and younger, and like how cool it was. Like, dude, <laughs> dude, when I was in junior high, I was—I'm not joking—I was by far the biggest dork in history. Dude, like, you're cool as fuck. I mean, what are you talking in, in about? In junior high, no. Like, I would. I mean, like, no, I, I grew was up so with... competitive with everything. Like, I would want to be first to class. <laughs> I would, like, run down the hall to get to class first. Like, one time I fucking ran into... Oh Who was the English teacher in, like, seventh or eighth grade? Like, she was, like, a mean old lady. Oh, Ballsizer. No, no, the... Ballsizer was home ec. There was, no, like, an Ballsizer... English teacher. No, Ballsizer no. Was, our, was our English teacher. She was no, no, ball. no, Ballsizer... No, ball sizer was the home economics. Like she taught you how to knit oh, no and, shit. and sew and. No, and you're cook. talking about the. Old, she's the old lady. She's kind of fat and she had, she's going bald. Yeah, she was an English teacher. It was not Mrs. Ball sizer, but there was another older lady that was like mean that taught English. That's I it. never had her because I was, I was in like the. the you were like the smart kids. Kid class. Yeah, the smart kids class. But one time I was racing to get to the computer lab and I fucking bowled her ass over like she fucking flew. <laughs> I was running down the hall and she just stepped out of her room like because the, the class is over and I just pow and she just fell on her face and I just kept running. 
She's like that fucking tall, nimble but, kid. Yeah, but I was, <laughs> but I was such a fucking dork. Like I would, and I was always wearing high waters. Like I'm not joking. They they went. They stopped like mid ankle my jeans. No, you did. You had some high water ass pants all the goddamn time. Yeah, it was but because I was like, so tall, and I didn't well, ever grew, like buy new ones. <laughs> you you grew awkwardly when you were going through puberty. Because like, I was always wearing my cousin's hand me downs. And at that point, I was starting to get taller than my cousin. <laughs> so he would hand me something down and he'd be fucking high. <laughs> and I didn't like care. Creep pants yeah. for you. Brian, yeah. you're, ahead of the, you're ahead of the fucking, you know, the whole globe, man. You had Capri's when you were in 1997. They were almost Capri's. It was bad. <laughs> like I, so just imagine me, this fucking lanky, and I had fucking braces on and glasses sprinting down the hallway in high waters, running over teachers. That was me and you driving. That was me. You remember I for our listeners, we had a we had a like a Vietnam War vet principal. Oh yeah, Mr. Kalo. Mr. Kalo and he'd always go through he'd always go through the uh, hallway and if we had like a bunch of people together, he'd always be like, Hey come on guys, get to class. One grenade will get you all <laughs> threatening our lives. <laughs> Shit was ridiculous, dude. I got in trouble with Mr. Kalo one time. One time, uh, it was because I was in lunch, and you remember we used to have those tiny straws to drink the milk out of. Uh, like, <laughs> the, do you remember? The fuck like the those, we used to have the, in lunch. We would get these tiny little straws. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and they were great for spitballs. And I remember shooting one over. At Jason O'Neill's table because it was just the biggest tweet. Dude, like, that, that was, that it was, was you. And, you spit through a spitball at the handicap table. You're such an asshole. And it went right in Jason O'Neill's mouth. Oh my god, dude! I wish everybody knew who yeah. you were talking about because they would lose it. <laughs> and <laughs> Jason O'Neill. And that uh, Jamie dude, I forget his name. Jamie Hoffman, I think. Yeah. Like, he got he, he saw it and he got mad and like we kind of got into it. And then like I, and and then he like told on me, and I had to go see Mr. Caleb about it. Dude, that guy was intimidating. Like he's sitting there, he's oh, got that yeah. that like grenade on his freaking table. Dude, remember when we used to have the? Okay, so we had the. All right, I don't know if anybody that listening ever had fucking like a talent show, like lip sync contest. Remember when we had that in junior high? Those were the best. Those were amazing. Yeah, so. So remember when we were on the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> but anyways, you I don't want to get into that. Girls, right? You, <laughs> no, no, you we were the. No, there was. The, I was. There was the well, Spice I had, Girls or Spice Boys. Were you in that, or was that just Ricky no, Oman and those guys? No, I don't know what the hell the Spice Boys was. But anyways, like Joe Levy <laughs> and Mike Rando wanted to lip sync Jay Z. Can I get a what? What? You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, oh, well, listen to the lyrics. <laughs> I'm guessing he wasn't a fan. He was not a fan. Caleb comes to the office, sits him down, he slams this thing down. He's like, are you guys trying to insult me? <laughs> you put me in this shit? This is ridiculous. I am not allowing this to happen. He's just like, he's like all insulted by Jay-Z. <laughs> dude, that dude, Mr. Caleb, remember? He got he got in trouble. He got in a fight out at Putin bay which is an island I was telling you guys about earlier. Didn't he, like, he throw somebody a through a window or something? Yeah, he got in a fight and threw a dude, our principal threw a dude through a window at a bar. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wanted to crazy. mess with Mr. Caleb. Oh, no, that. that dude would rip your throat out. That was a great time. 
Dude, yeah. you remember? <laughs> I remember when somebody posted that picture of me, you, and do so in the spelling bee. We're always yeah. in the spelling bee. And I remember you wrote in the comments, Dan Sharble, do you like something like you used to be smart? What happened to you? <laughs> I was like, thanks, Dick. <laughs> Life happened, brother. Life happened. <laughs> Yeah. So dude, I was I was just always so competitive about everything. I wanted to be to get the best grade. Like I, I mean, I was like, do you remember Mr. Floro's class? And like, I loved Mr. Floro. A lot of people didn't like him. Yeah, the big ass. Well, I mean, coma. his class was just super boring because he would like be behind you and he would just read out of the book. I wouldn't know. I slept the whole fucking time. Yeah, and you'd have to take notes. And he got mad at me because I wouldn't take notes. I would like do flip books <laughs> in his class all all day, and. uh and then he just he stopped getting mad at me because like I read the book like three times, cover to cover during this class, because I would just get so bored and and I would just read through the book because at least that was like semi interesting to me learning about American history. And then we got to like the <laughs> New Deal. I mean, there was like New fucking deal. like yeah, remember with FDR? There was like fucking oh, yeah, yeah, 50 yeah, yeah, yeah. programs that FDR set up. And we had a test on the New Deal, and you had to know, like, all the programs, all the abbreviations, what they did. And I was, like, the only person that aced it. And after that, he never fucked with me. Like, <laughs> he knew. Like, he, I mean, he was a nerdy bastard. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, like, for the, I don't know why, but, like, the second I got to my acceptance letter to Ohio State, I quit trying. Like I was I number one in the class. I was number one in the class, and I, I ended up getting like a B in calculus, and I got a C plus in uh, AP chemistry, and then Joe what? Levy passed me. Oh, and Joe Levy, yeah. <laughs> and Joe Levy passed me for number one in the class, and then he gets yeah, look at it. That that yeah, that, the... that always bothered me. And he gets to brag about it now. He gets to go. Yeah, and then he bragged know, about it on Uncle Carver uncensored, and I'm like, and you know what? Okay, this is this is to Joe Levy. He's in there talking about I was valedictorian and I didn't get to give the speech. You didn't get to get the speech because you got caught drinking at Sharple's house. All right, that is <laughs> yeah, why at my house. it was. It would had nothing to do with you being valedictorian. You got you got well, had to miss a, half of a, his appearances in the school play. He had to miss half of his uh, stuff in in track, and he wasn't allowed to give the valedictorian speech. So and he never true. even he never even mentioned that. Well, so, also, Adam Smith came out of fucking left field with that pretty good yeah, speech. Yeah, and that was a good-ass speech. That was a good speech. So Yeah, now, it, now, now yeah. hey, valedictorian and I is pushing, pushing gender politics, you know? <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. We're talking, hey, we're talking about mobile porn on our own TV, our radio show, and he's, he's talking about two dicks, so, you know, you never know. It is what it is. But you know what I like? You know what? I didn't really read a whole lot of my textbooks back in the day. You know what the best part of having the textbook was at the beginning of the year? Making the cool-ass book covers. Dude, I never got book covers. And I would always... I made them. Out. I made them out of, like, trash bags. Or I made them yeah. out of, like... like uh, that, dude, this, is not, this, is, this is when you look back, like, back in the day and, feel, like, figure out how much of a buster you were. I was such a fucking buster, dude. Like, I remember... I remember how Amber Crombie was, like, the big thing. Everyone wanted to be Amber Crombie douche. Well, mm-hmm. I would take like my Abercrombie bags and I would like make my book covers out of that, and it would say like <laughs> Abercrombie on my book cover. I'm like, I'm such a fuck boy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't believe I did that shit, but it worked. I mean, girls dug yeah. that shit back in the day, and all did I cared about was that. Did huh? you ever have Mrs. Pickett? In, uh, oh, she was. Uh, 
she was a chemistry uh, teacher. Chemistry teacher. Yeah, I had her. I had her okay. sophomore, junior year. Yeah. Okay. So I had her, and I had a class with uh, Brandon Gerber, and she was always saying, get your book covers. If you don't get a book cover, I'm taking your book. And <laughs> and I, did, I kept not getting my book covered, and Gerber goes, I dare you to not ever get your book covered. And I'm like, okay. So I just – she kept saying it like for like a week straight, I'm going to take your book. And then finally she takes my book and she goes, when you bring in a book cover, you can have your book back. And Gerber goes, I dare you to never get your book back the rest of the year. <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> and I, so what I would do is I would, uh, no, I would no just, is, that, is that how you failed AP chemistry? No, that was, this was regular chemistry. I got an A. <laughs> I would oh, we had a study yeah. hall before chemistry and I would just borrow Gerber's book and I would do all my homework right before class and then turn it in or or I would just read the whole chapter and and I would just know all my shit and, oh. I, and I just paid attention in class and then <laughs> he was so mad at me it's like that I was that I didn't even have my book and I was still doing doing so good dude the one and only time was, I ever got in trouble there in school was like I got caught cheating one time and it was I got in caught cheating once. It's in Mr. Yoder's class, and it was a. Do you, do you know like we have representatives Robert uh, Robert Ladd and Daryl Offer? Yeah, and, yeah. So like that was on like the test, and I remember at the very top corner I wrote R L and D O just to kind of give me a reminder, and I like had my hand over the test, and when he was passing some shit out, he's like, "Move your hand." I was like, "Fuck!" I moved my hand, and it was right there, and I was like, "Oh man." I fucked up. So, anyways, I got caught cheating. But he let me take the test. He didn't take any points off. But after the class, you know, when you're done, everybody gets to sit around, bullshit, and talk. Well, mm-hmm. he says out loud, he's like, you guys can go ahead and sit around and talk. We're done for the day. Except for anybody that disappointed me today and who I have lost respect for. Basically <laughs> called me out hardcore. So, everybody's <laughs> fucking around me talking. And usually I'm like the center of attention. It's like I'm sitting in the corner, fucking staring straight ahead. It's so goddamn embarrassed. Everybody else is probably talking about me. <laughs> it's like, like the most embarrassing moment. I'm like, oh, goddamn no, it. I'll tell you, I'll be embarrassing. Cheating. I got like serious trouble cheating. All right. This happened freshman year in uh, honors English at high school with Mr. Stucker. Yeah. You remember those? I don't know if you ever had to take those. Uh, like accelerated reader tests in the library. Yeah. Like if yeah. you read a book and then you, you take a test on it and it would have questions like that were different from the, between the book and the movie. So you had to read the book to get For the questions. Sure. So I was fucking beast at those things. I would, I would, I read like every Stephen King book and every Stephen King book had an accelerated <laughs> reader. So if you, all you had to do was read like one or two per, per quarter. And I would read like 15 and you would get bonus like extra credit for all the extra ones you took. So like it would get to the point where like I could get a zero on everything and I'd still get a hundred percent in the class. And Jason majors was my, my buddy. Like me and him would fucking hang out every day and he didn't like to read. And he, <laughs> he read like, he, he like read like a uh, spark notes on like Moby Dick and took the test and failed it because it was like, totally anti spark notes test or whatever. And he was freaking out because he was going to, you know, get his, get a super shitty grade on his accelerated reader part of his, of the class. And yeah. he might get kicked out of honors English. 
So I said I'd take the test for him. So I went into the library and put in Jason's name. And Mrs. Avers, all she had to do was come over and type in her password. And then I was just going to take the test. But then she saw that it said to allow Jason to continue. And she went, wait a second. You're not Jason. (laughs) Get out of here. And I thought that was the end of it. And then Mr. Stucker made uh, me and me and Jason stay after class the next like two days later. And mm-hmm. we, we both got a fucking zero for the whole thing. And I'd taken like 15 tests <laughs> at that point. No and I got shit. a fucking zero for it because I was trying to help him out. And, uh, and then fucking Mr. Ladderack was our freshman basketball coach at the time. He made us run sprints until we threw up after, after practice. Like he yeah, was Jason didn't like pissed. to read. He's, he's too busy playing World of Warcraft, pissing in jugs yeah. up in his attic. Well, that was after he graduated. <laughs> but uh, but you know what was hilarious? I ended up getting a C minus in that quarter, and I took so much extra credit the next quarter because uh, our GPA was calculated by your semester grade. That yeah. I ended up getting an A for the semester. Because I must have done fucking like 30 tests the next quarter. <laughs> and it made up for my zero. And that was like 25%. Does that mean that you read stuff. all that shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was I a fucking that, bookworm, yeah. man. I was bad. <laughs> I was a fucking bookworm, man. Dude, I can't read a book right now. This is too long. I, I can't read as well these days. Like, uh, like I think uh, the internet gave me like ADD or something. Like I can't. That's what it is, bro. It's, it's the internet. I used it's to like, be able. I used to my be articles. Able to sit down and I could read. Like I read, like a whole 800-page Harry Potter book in like five hours when I was in like high school. Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, I was. I was like all about <laughs> all that shit. Like I, anything, like Dean Koontz related, Stephen King, Harry Potter, like all that shit. I was just ate that shit up and uh, yeah, for sure but man like <laughs> i don't know like something about once i got to college and spending so much time on the computer and like Dude, just it's cause you're having, fucking like, now getting I have, hammered, like, you're getting hammered getting thrown in the paddy wagon you just lost yeah. <laughs> now i get like i have like 20 tabs open on my internet browsers at once and like i i've got like just constant stimulation like i just i can't just sit down and focus on something like I, I have, I have trouble just reading an article now. Yeah, I don't think our listeners realize how many tabs you probably have open right now. I bet you have forty-five of them. That's ridiculous. Because no. I always, I close some like just to make sure that I don't have a lot of shit. Like, Work with me, I mean, it's, it's just a figure of speech. Let's see. <laughs> forty-five. I'm count them. Let's, let's count them. Let's count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 tabs. In three windows, so that's not bad. That's actually pretty low by by Hemi standards. How many do you have? Fifteen? Sixteen? That's not too bad. <laughs> All right, homie. It's twelve oh seven. Yeah, it's getting late. I think we can uh, bypass any rant if you're not particularly pissed off this week. I'm not particularly pissed off. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. content. I don't need to rant about anything. Like, I, I'm pissed off about that cultural appropriation thing, but I think we can save that for another time because that's always relevant. Yeah, and, uh, actually, I can we'll, give we'll out some talk gems. about that. Yeah, go ahead, dude. I have some gems. 
If anybody, right. if anybody that's on this has my Facebook, just go look at my Facebook. <laughs> I posted a couple <laughs> funny shit today. I, I, it was right. like, you know, when you get those compilations where you get like things together, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like right. video after video, people getting fucked up. <laughs> I don't oh, know yeah. what it is, man, but. I, I'm that dude that yeah, when I see people getting fucked up, it makes me laugh so hard. Like people getting tripped and shit. Particularly like if they get hurt. a fat chick. Yeah. <laughs> like like fat, fat people like one, falling like, is always good. Dude, fat people falling is the funniest shit on, on the planet. And then like this one was like this fucking fat chick was trying to do a round off and she just fucking flew and nailed her knees. <laughs> she landed on her knees and all you hear is this love pop. Oh, like, I'm pretty sure this fucking girl's cartilage is no longer existing in her kneecaps. <laughs> I know it shouldn't be funny, but it's goddamn funny. It's kind of like when that, chink, that chick swung off the rope when she was trying to, like, swing into the pond and snapped off, and she nailed her knees. Like, in the caption, it says she blew out her ACLs, like, just, like, landing in the water. I was like, that shit's gold. Like, I don't know. That, for me, that's too funny. Yeah. Uh, right. I guess I'm a fucking horrible let me, person. Let me get our, <laughs> our track rolling at least for this. Wow, winning. 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 All right, we got two <laughs> gems this week. Two gems. Right. One is a movie I just watched. It was super sick. It's called Get Out. If you haven't seen it, I don't, have, you, have you heard of it, Sharples? Yeah, dude, I'm actually going to be buying that movie on Voodoo here shortly so I can watch it. All right. I'm not going to give away everything about it, but it's uh, it was directed by Jordan Peele of uh, the Key and Peele guys. And it's serious. Like, it's an actual, like, horror movie. And it's fucking great. Like, the suspense is good. The characters are realistic and likable. Like, and there's just this feeling of something is off in the situation and you just want to explore and, and find out what, what is happening. Like, why is, why is this shit, like, so weird? Why are these people acting this way? And it, the payoff is so good. Like, everything about this movie is really fucking good. It got, like, was, 100% on Rotten Yeah, Tomatoes. I was – I couldn't believe it. I thought, I thought people were, like, trolling. Like, I was like, how could a horror movie be that positively rated? And it is. It's that fucking good. Like – I, I was so so impressed. So highly recommend Get Out. And then this next thing is super goofy and totally different than anything else I've recommended. But it is a TV series called Gallivant. It's only two seasons long. It got canceled after the second season. It was on ABC. And it's fucking hilarious. It's like set in like the time of like King Arthur. And there's... Uh, the knight Gallivant, and he's like the greatest hero in the land, and like he's the perfect warrior. And and every episode is singing, and it's and the it's fucking like jokes after jokes after jokes, and uh, like he goes from being the perfect hero to his girl leaves him for the the villain, and and he just fucking drinks himself into like being a, a slob and then he it's his it's his comeback after like a year later after his girl like completely fucked him over and it's hilarious it really is like the jokes are so good uh like the songs are funny like you would love it even, even you sharples <laughs> i'm not joking it's 
it, what, like, like that always singing, like, like a rock opera? Is it like, a, like always singing? It's like half singing, half like dramatic, like. But it's it's a super comedy, like, and and the jokes are fucking like good. It's not like super cheesy shit. So I was I was yeah. super super pleased with it. I I couldn't believe, like it it kept getting recommended to me on Netflix and shit, and I was like, come on, this looks stupid. And then I watched it, and I thought it was hilarious. I showed a couple people, and they thought it was hilarious. I couldn't believe it got canceled. I mean, it was it was. So I think. Uh, <laughs> Go out there, watch the pilot. If you disagree with me, that's fine. But I think Where, uh, what's it on? It was it was on eight. It's on Netflix, I think, right now. No, okay. but it's called Gallivant. It's, I mean, it's yeah. only two seasons long, like nine, ten episodes per season, and they're like twenty minute episodes. I mean, it's not that, something that's that going to me. kill you. Yeah, but I, I, I'm serious. You know, like it's hilarious. You know what? And I like the main. What. What do you no, want go ahead, man. Go ahead. Finish it up. Finish it up. That's, it. That's it. That's I'm done with it. So no, uh, sure. last night I was just chilling, man, and uh, uh, I just finished the last couple episodes of Breaking Bad. Like just rewatched them. Like compared to the last so three good. episodes, it's just so goddamn good. Yeah, to it's me, so good. Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad, and The Wire are the two greatest television shows that have ever existed. I and I've watched a lot of shows. You know, what episode I watched the episode that you were talking about when Hank gets killed. You said it was like oh, you think it's spoilers. the greatest episode of all time. Yeah, I do. Everyone fucking great. watch that show. Yeah, the gr- Ozymandias is the name of the episode. It's the greatest episode in the history of television, I think. What's it called? Ozymandias. And I, yeah, I didn't know the name of it. I just watched it. It was oh, just yeah. like I stayed up even late watching it, dude. You know what I mean? Like. I just got my. Was that your my, first time seeing it, or were you just refreshing? No, 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 no. I was just refreshing. I watched that. I've watched the the finale of Breaking Bad like seven times. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. So I've, good. I've watched those Amandias like seven times. Yeah, like I think that's show. it's even better than the finale. Yeah, but yeah, it's just one of those shows like where it just ended perfectly, and like I can't I have no complaints. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like not nothing was done to shitty. Hey. When we end the show, can we Rickroll again? <laughs> I'm going to get the Rickroll rolling. I, I know the Rick troll song is great, but yeah. I'm, I'm feeling a Rickroll. I think we still I'm feeling a Rickroll. Like, I'm in a good mood. I want to Rickroll yeah, these months. You got it. And we can bust that shit for five minutes. <laughs> fuck anybody that <laughs> yeah, doesn't want to hear quit trying to, YouTube, quit trying to find our show and, and kick us off YouTube because we're playing fucking Rickroll. <laughs> They're not trying to kick us off. They're just saying that we can't monetize they're the video. More, they keep monitoring it. our episodes. YouTube is monitoring <laughs> our episodes. What fucking assholes. I'm going to Rickroll people. I don't care. It's Rick Astley. I'm going to get him on our show. Oh, that's all. That I would be sing sick. that shit. I'm going to get Rick Astley to sing. I never want to give you up. You know what I mean? I'm going to have him sing that shit for our audience, <laughs> and then we'll go viral. There we go. <laughs> That'd I'm going to have a remix that shit. All right. So I think that that's going to do it for tonight's show, right? Yeah, I'm I'm good, man. I'm going to go chill. All right. I'll let you go chill. I'm heading off for Rock on the Range this weekend. I'm going to get fucked up, and I'm going <laughs> to be like complete ass in about four days because I sit in front of a computer all day, and I'm going to be standing and rocking out for three straight days. My body hey, is not ever, ready for this. Have you ever eaten Condado tacos? No. That taco joint that's down in Columbus? Never heard of it. Oh, man. It's amazing tacos. If you, when you're down there, you're going down there, right? That's where you're going? Yeah. I'll be down there from Thursday night until Sunday night. 
Dude, I'll be down there Saturday. My cousin's, well, not my cousin, my little nephew Jordan's graduating high school. Isn't that crazy? And uh, I'm going down there. Um, with, I'm going down there, and I'll probably, I'm probably gonna go downtown and get those tacos. Me and oh. me and Lob's wife. Yeah. I was gonna go down there with Lob, but he, uh, he's going out of town like a little bitch, going to Atlanta for work. <laughs> So, so me and Cass are gonna go get some tacos. But dude, for real, like, I'm gonna take my mom and I'm gonna get her some of them damn tacos. It's like the best tacos I've ever had. They got like brisket and they got like chicken. Dude, I'll, add that. I'll add that to Hems Gems this week on Facebook. Candado. Yeah. If, if I'm down there, man. It, yeah. If, if when I go down there, I'll get a hold of you and uh, um, maybe you can meet me there. <laughs> I probably can't because uh, the festival's like 11 in the morning until like midnight each day. That's true. So I'm yeah, probably, probably just going to be down there. I don't, I don't know if I want you, uh, after you hey. chugging wine, to come anywhere in, <laughs> in public with me. <laughs> I'll end up in the paddy yeah. wagon with your ass. All right. <laughs> All right, let's rickroll these bitches. All right, get rickrolled. <laughs>